0: Hello and welcome to the TechForce podcast show. I'm your host, Shivani. So today we are going to talk about blockchain and its applications. Blockchain is most simply defined as a decentralized distributed ledger that records the provenance of a digital asset. By inherent design, the data on blockchain is unable to be modified, which makes it a legitimate disruptor for industries like payment, cybersecurity and healthcare. Our guest will walk you through about what it is, how it's used, and what is its history. Let's welcome our guest for today, Tamas Milai. Uh, how's it going? And uh, what's up with you?
1: Yes, sunny uh, hi. Everything, everything is fine. The weather is good, so nothing to complain about.
0: Okay, that's nice. Uh, okay, uh, tell our listeners uh, what do you do?
1: So basically I just uh, finished stop working for Tesla and uh, I always had a, a project that I've been working on in the past one and a half year just to it's a blockchain based application and now I would actually have the time to start working on it so I will I'm going to find some people to create a, the application and then hopefully, Roll with it.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah in, the, in the beginning, I'm just looking for some developers, you know, just to do the prototype. I mean, okay. the, the application would be about uh, having the the money give back to the people for their data. Basically, it's something like Brave or or something like that, but just on a on a little bit higher level where they can get more money back
0: for their data you know. Okay, nutshell. okay okay yeah got it got it okay uh so what compelled you to do the study like uh, the research around blockchain
1: so i first uh, heard about it around 2017 when i worked for this big data company and you know there are a lot of developers all around so i had a lot of chat with them and then I heard that some guys started to mine Ethereum. Back then, it was around thirty dollars. So I didn't really know what that was. You know, Bitcoin was around eight hundred, maybe a thousand. And so I didn't really care about that because I honestly I didn't understand it. But uh, when this whole price pump started at the end of two thousand seventeen in two thousand eighteen. Unfortunately, I was new to investing, so I was uh, following a really bad strategy of buying high and selling low. So (laughs) basically, I I lost a lot of money on it. So then I decided that uh, I'm going to read whatever I can and learn how it works. And some way in the future, I could make money of it. So that's how it began around 2018. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Like it's new. It's still new. Like everything is new in blockchain, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's when the first boom came out. You know, in the beginning of Ethereum, which was this second generation blockchain. So and that's when people started to do a lot of their own tokens. So everything, the market back then was insane. Everyone put money into anything, so they hope they would be millionaires or something. Some of them managed to succeed, and lots of them not. So, yeah.
0: Okay. But, yeah. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, let's jump into the topic. Uh, so, like the what what blockchain like why blockchain is so much important in this twenty
1: twenty one. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is basically important every year, but twenty twenty one was, I say, the year of these NFTs. So a lot of this hype around NFTs just started around now when Visa purchased that 36 pixels for $100,000, which is insane. But, you know, that's when a lot of like um, sport players or artists are creating now their own NFTs so they can sell their own brand and merchandises that way. So this is definitely something important that happened this year and this could be the beginning of something even bigger when everyone can create their own NFT and uh, sell their own services through that and that is just unprecedented nothing like this happened in the history before
0: like there are many many uh, celebrities who are like into NFT world now
1: I mean to be honest I think this will be the future in a way. So if you if you think about it, what happened before the invention of money? So how did people trade their merchandises with each other? You know, it was barter trading. So you had yeah. two cows, I had four chickens. So you gave me one cow for three chicken because that was the only way to trade. But now since these tokens, you know, since everyone can create their own token, then maybe... This could be done again. So, the money, as we know it, will be forgotten, and everyone who has some service to offer, they just tokenize it. And then people could buy and sell their services amongst each other through their own token. You know, I mean, there should be one or a couple that would be the gold like Bitcoin is. So, all tokens must be traded to the native coin. Of the blockchain that it's running on, but uh, but yeah, these these NFTs can can be a whole paradigm shift or how people are selling their
0: services. Right, right, right. Uh, can you give us some examples of blockchain industry applications? Like, uh, what industries uh, blockchain is covering right now, and like what industries it will be covering next?
1: So I I think even these big companies like GE or something, these huge enterprises could, you know, create their own token, which would make their entire business transparent. But but this could also be used uh, for companies that are working with uh, payment services. So give you an example. I used to work at uh, Deliveroo when I lived in the UK. And what I have seen that, you know, since they are dealing money all the time because it's a food selling service, Um, they actually have their own database where they are processing all these transactions. And this uh, processing, you know, when you buy something, uh, it requires tons of programmers. So this one specific instance, the company wanted to implement a 10% discount on different accounts. So what it required is to have five or six programmers to start coding so that 10% could be deducted from, from the price, right? Okay. So, so, so that's the whole thing, because if they would have implemented blockchain before, the, the essence of the blockchain is a uh, programmable money. So, in order to do a change like a ten percent discount on for the given accounts, actually, it would only cost them around maybe an hour to select the accounts and then just modify a variable in in that in that uh, account. Let's say if it would be a wallet, then they would just have to implement a small code and they wouldn't need 10 programmers to work on it for two weeks. So if, if blockchain is implemented properly, it can save a lot of working hours and manpowers, which equals saving profit for the company. So, so for, for from a business perspective, any like CEOs or VPs are listening to this, this is something to consider. Although if it's it's a big company, then implementing blockchain is going to be a huge project that would go on for years, you know, thinking about the different strategies or what should we use this for. So that's why it's still early because uh, business people are not thinking this way because there is no consultancy from the IT side. Right. The
0: traditional business idea side, right? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Uh yeah, that's that's nice to hear. Uh okay yeah, what are the components of blockchain mm-hmm. ecosystem?
1: Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah okay,
0: explain it yeah.
1: So uh, so in essence, the the blockchain is basically just a, a data structure. So it's a hashed link of transactions linked to each other and okay. put it in a block and verified cryptographically. By nodes so there is the 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 ledger and the nodes that are maintaining that ledger right oh, and there is right. also the the of course the uh, consensus algorithm that uh defines what block has been created and what would be the next so all the nodes are agreeing that that would be the the order of these blocks
0: uh, let's discuss smart contracts and blockchain mining Mm -hmm. so what are smart contracts
1: so these are just basically irreversible transactions so um um so have have you ever tried to create your own token
0: uh me personally (laughs) no
1: yeah I mean, it's 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 really not that hard. You can not do it in like four hours. You just have to follow the instructions. But, but yeah, basically, uh, if you if you think about, uh, there are right now as of three generations of of blockchains. The first one was you know Bitcoin's blockchain, okay. and right. then the second was Ethereum that introduced the smart contracts. Basically, this irreversible.
0: Okay. Transaction
1: that is being run by code, you know, verified by computers, and then the third one would be the promise of the interability where different uh, blockchains could be connected uh, to each other. So the the smart contract is really basically like a condition. So if something happens, then the transaction would be completed. So this, this programmability um, is really playing a a a big role here and that that is the kind of like uh going to be the um the of the of the applications so i i've read an example you know for example if an airline would want to um to use it so let's uh on on what would what transaction would happen on, on different uh, conditions. So if the passenger late was late his flight, then a refund could be issued if uh, the the problem was the weather conditions. So once everything oh, okay. is, is in the system, then the uh, computer would calculate whether that uh, guest would get or, or passenger would get the refund or not based on the conditions and these rules can be pre-programmed so these smart contracts would run when the conditions are met
0: all right got it yes
1: and uh-huh. the mining part well i mean that's 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 a big topic too because you know bitcoin used the proof of work so when tons of miners are working get the next hash to validate the next block and uh, that requires a lot of energy but then came the second generation now ethereum which also started as a proof of work but it it is going to transform into a proof of stake where anyone can be a miner if they can stake enough coins in this case ethereum and uh, this this is how the transactions are validated basically
0: yeah that's a really nice uh, explanation about that uh, so what from what i've heard like there are four types of blockchain right public mm-hmm. private hybrid and consortium mm-hmm. so uh, can we have a like little bit of brief idea about uh, what is the functionality of these four
1: mm-hmm. yeah so the, the public ones are created obviously, for the public to use because to eliminate financial exclusion. So anyone who has a computer and can somehow either buy or mine coins can be participating in this financial ecosystem. The private one is mostly going to be used for enterprises for the different uh, causes that I mentioned uh, before. However, it the data there could also be tampered somehow because you know, since there are no individual uh, servers that are validating the um, the transactions, you know, so something can be mishmashed there. But either way, if it's only used for internal purposes. So I I had a chat once with a a big enterprise, uh, a developer for big enterprise. I cannot say the name, but uh, what they did, they automated the supply chain of replacing the uh, computer. So when a new employee joins the company, they get a computer, right? So then there would be an inventory, and this inventory was helped with the blockchain so getting back to smart contracts if the number of the uh, computers in the stock would go down to two then it, the system would automatically reorder so that would be a private blockchain because no one needs to know how many computers they have for the employees but for their internal system it is necessary to be replaced or filled up
0: okay okay got it yeah
1: And the hybrid, now, this is something what I wanted to do in my app because uh, what I want to do is I basically want to build the internal blockchain that is uh, validating transactions on uh, Hyperledger. But uh, I also want this ledger to be maintained by... Different people's computer, you know, actual real people, but they need to be verified because they had to be pay tax when they got the um, got the uh, reward for validating a block. And okay. this would be, you know, ba- built on a hyperledger, which is a private, but it could also be connected to uh, Stellar, which would be the native token, Built on, so this is kind of like the picture of how a uh, hybrid uh, system works.
0: Okay, got it. Yes.
1: Yeah, the consortium is possibly when different uh, enterprises are collaborating with each other. So there are some initiatives being done to be built on an open consortium amongst uh, enterprises. Let's say on on Hyperledger. But I think the biggest uh, uh, example, which is kind of like the black cat here is uh, Ripple. Because it is meanwhile being a public blockchain because anyone can buy Ripple. It it is also being used for different banks to send money with each other. So it would actually uh, decline or or, uh, lower the, uh remittance cost so it it, that 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 one is uh, a good example of how a consortium could work if it's being managed properly
0: right got it yes yes uh okay so like this is a big question what Mm -hmm. are the challenges of blockchain as it stands now
1: Uh, so that is the implementation i think because uh, uh People, it requires a lot of imagination on 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 how to use this technology. It is good for a, a lot of uh, causes, but people just or the companies they just don't know what to use it for. So if um, that's when the consultants are going to play uh, big roles here, but an implementation has to be starting in in small so they they have to consult with the company as them what they do and first of all it's the best for uh, transactions so they they have to check what kind of transactions the company is, does have maybe internally as well and then put it on the blockchain and then when it, it works in small and they can find other use cases on how to implement it for a supply chain for internal supply chain uh, administration and it has to be again start in small but uh, when they see the benefits of it this programmability and how this could affect the business, how it could accelerate the pace of, of the business and the internal processes, then the business people will see that, oh, okay, this is not bad and we are willing to uh, invest more money and effort into putting more and more uh, assets, internal assets onto the blockchain and and that would accelerate the business as well. And it would be also good for uh, automation. So, uh, so I, I don't want to say Tesla, but let's say you are um, like leading a, a, a car or any kind of manufacturer, but you are manufacturing more things at a time, then you can basically store the different uh, settings of how a robot operates on a blockchain. And then you can actually easily modify what kind of product would be produced at a given time you know so i i think blockchain could play a big role in this industrial automation as well
0: right right got it yeah that's nice uh so 2021 is uh famously known as the year of nft domination right (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's exactly what i wanted to say the year of the nfts yes
0: yes so like it's over 2.5 billion uh, trading volume was generated this year and i don't know what's next in this like it could be only larger than this right uh, well so-
1: um what i what i see is i follow the the um the market cap and you can see like a, a u shape in it so i think 2022 could be even being a big drop off you know as as big as it was in 2018 so uh, I, i'm just cautiously optimistic about the future but i definitely expect some sort of a dump in the next year that's just a six cents
0: yes right yeah like it's the next big big thing after bitcoin and that that happens in bitcoins and other trading of uh, cryptocurrencies as well, right? Like it, you hype it up and then it falls down and then it's up again. That's how it works.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I think it's just the the uh price drop would be not as big as it was back in two thousand eighteen when from twenty thousand went down to three thousand. That that was that was killer. But uh, from here, from this forty-five thousand, I think this could go down even to thirty thousand dollars. That's 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 an option. But I don't want no. to, uh, you know, paint the devil on the wall. But uh, it, this is something that could happen. Or we are going to the moon, and then we don't stop until hundred k. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. There's a 50-50 oh, okay.
1: chance for that. But yeah, these yep. these NFTs are going to continue. I even had a friend who just put up his uh, painting for maybe like for half Ethereum or something. So, yeah, I mean, you know, anyone can be lucky. You just have to try.
0: Exactly, yes. Do you currently own any NFT?
1: Uh, no, no, I don't see the reason why I should. So, okay. no.
0: Okay, it's just different for, like, different people, right? Someone has this as a huge investment, someone don't.
1: But, I I mean, you know, think about it, like, you know, Minecraft.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, right.
1: The video game. Yes, yes, right. So I can definitely see these NFTs would appear there. You know, if someone builds his world and then he puts a lot of these NFTs in it and whoever likes it just buys it from there and put it into his own words, create a gallery of, of NFTs and then people could go in and, and buy them. So uh, in, in the virtual world, I think this would have a bigger hype if, if, if that happens. And I don't see why it shouldn't happen. You know, right. uh, so you can see all that cyberpunk, Visa, 100,000 NFT in someone's wall. That would mean that they would actually bought it from Visa, which is insane, but, <laughs> you know, it can still yeah.
0: happen. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Uh, okay, so what advice would you like to give to our audience as blockchain uh, emerges with new trends every day now? So what would you like to say about that?
1: Well, I I think the business side should instruct the IT side to do uh, more uh, research on how it could be implemented and, uh, and that they, they would just uh, have to come up just with one use case and, and start doing it. That's why it would, they would need the consultant. So, for example, from my side, what, what I would do if I would be a consultant is just uh, sit down with the business, see what processes they have and try to figure it out when where these uh, transactions are, are happening inside and then start uh with a use case from there so so the consultants are going to play a big role but uh there is also another side that they would suggest something not good you know to do
0: right. so yeah. so
1: that would be a disappointment so that, that I, I think in the future there'll be a lot of uh, happy and disappointed clients as well that blockchain did not function as uh it, it, it had to and uh, the IT side I mean since this is a really big transformation as big as big data was like uh, 10 years ago when it came in first uh, it it's, um, something is going to happen but it is going to take some time and you know the developers they don't really care about the uh the business side they their main goal is to understand technology so they can implement it whenever it is needed so it's a it's a double-edged sword yeah
0: right right yeah yeah that's fair uh okay so thomas thank you for coming on the show it was really wonderful to talk with you uh, we usually end the podcast on a positive quote from our guest. So what would you like to share like some what's your mantra of success?
1: Oh, well, you just just uh, need to everyone needs to do everything by their best ability and uh, never stop learning. Because uh, there is always something new to learn, and uh, this is what I'm doing as well. This is why I started my research on the blockchain, and I think about use cases all the time, what can be done. So I hope that one day maybe I could help like a company figured out how to use blockchain and that would be beneficial for me because then I would feel successful and if the use case go well, then the company will be happy too and feeling successful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. All right. Uh, okay, Thomas, uh, we're going to end this. Um, Thank you so much cool. for coming to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. It was fun.
0: and pleasure. Yeah. Collaborative technologies such as blockchain promises the ability to improve the business processes that occur between companies, radically loading the cost of trust. On that note, stay tuned to the TechForce podcast show for more such interesting topics. Stay safe. Goodbye.